What's up, everybody? I'm Caleb. Welcome back to Caleb's Kung Fu Cinema. Welcome to episode 67. I am joined, as always, by my two lovely co-hosts. To my left, it is Monterius. Whoa. And to Monterius's left, it is my lovely wife, Amber. I am very tired, but I am here. Hello, everyone. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so I actually, I actually had a day off. I didn't really do anything today. I watched a few movies, played a couple of games. Amber had to go to work. Monterius had to work and go to an open house for a... For the child's uh, schooling. <laughs> Forget the kids. <laughs> yeah. So, um, anyway, yeah. Yeah, episode 67. We are back for the month of August. This is our August episode. It's not just our August episode. This is my birthday special. Yes, my birthday is not today. Um, it is actually on the 28th. But when the 28th rolls around, I will be 30 years old. Damn! <laughs> <laughs> yeah i'm sorry it is it has happened <laughs> i am officially growing old so anyway yeah it's it's a it's this is basically my special birthday episode so yay, yay. <laughs> 30 30 yeah all right so today for this episode my birthday special we wanted to or i wanted to specifically i don't know about you guys but um we'll, we'll get into that we'll we'll see how we'll see how everybody felt when we, once we dive into the movie anyway i wanted to talk about a very special movie for my birthday episode i wanted to talk about my favorite jackie chan film and today's finally the day i cannot wait to dive into this i love this movie so much um it's it's so good. I had so much fun watching it. Um, yeah, I'm just real excited to dive into it. But before we get to that, a couple of things I wanted to touch on real quick. Uh, uh, in the physical media world, uh, mainly Shout Factory, they uh, they recently uh, announced. Sorry, I almost said renounced. <laughs> they almost they uh, recently announced um, a couple of uh, a couple of new uh, Blu-ray box sets. First up, we got Shaw Brothers Classics Volume Three. Um, they released Volume 1 a couple months ago. Volume 2 comes out this month. I don't remember the exact day, but it comes out this month. And then Volume 3 comes out in October, I believe. And not only that, uh, yesterday they announced uh, um, a... Uh, uh, this is going to be a website exclusive, so you can only order this on Shout Factory's main website. It won't be on Amazon or anything like that. But it's, it is a, a T-Lung slash David Chong collection box set. Uh, T-Lung and David Chong, uh, along with director Chong Che, were known as the Iron Triangle. They released a number of really great Shaw Brothers films back in the day. But I mean, yeah, this is going to be a whole box set of some of their films. I can't remember how many there were. I think there were uh, uh, 12, I think. Yeah, 12 movies. So, um, so yeah, that's really exciting. I'm looking forward to that because they did, they did some really good movies, and there's going to be some movies on that set that have never gotten a Blu-ray release. So that's really exciting. Uh, something, uh, something I've seen some people complain about, though, which you would do, this is this is like a totally justified complaint, is that Shout Factory they are just like pushing it out. Like there are there are like so many things that they are releasing, and it's really tough on our wallets. Your wallets, about to take a hit. <laughs> yeah, it's really tough on, really tough on the old finances there. But um, but anyway, I just wanted to bring those up real quick. I'm actually pretty excited for those. Uh, Charbo's Volume 3, that is going to be a good set. It's got some really good movies on there. And then that T-Long slash David Chong set, that's going to be really good. That is a that is a, a gem of an era for Shaw Brothers. So, yeah, that's that's really exciting. We'll start a GoFundMe. <laughs> yeah. To get the money. To, to, to get these sets. <laughs> we'll pull all our money. 
Although Monterius may not want to because he does not believe in physical media. <laughs> Never said that. <laughs> I tell you all the time, dude. Like, this is why we need physical media. You're like, nah, I'm good. I'm too cool for that. <laughs> well, I am. But you, you do what you do. I mean, you know, whatever. <laughs> yeah, anyway. If the world shuts down, I'm coming over here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because... Because we got we got all the Blu-rays and the DVDs and stuff. Yes, I still buy DVDs. I think that shocks some people. <laughs> I remember when. What's the, a DVD? Yeah. <laughs> Did your daughter ever ask you that? Uh, no. <laughs> she hasn't asked me what a DVD is. No, I mean she's watched a DVD, but right. Okay. I mean she hasn't seen one in so long. It's, uh, yeah. She doesn't think about it anymore. Yeah, she just grabs the fire. She stick just grabs remote. the fire stick remote. <laughs> hey, what am I streaming today? Yeah. <laughs> So, um, yeah. So anyway, um, yeah, all that way. I just wanted to, we just wanted to bring those two things up. I'm really excited for those, those, uh, sh- uh sets from Shout Factory, nevertheless. But anyway, um, yeah, that out of the way, let's jump into our main topic. Yes. Once again, we are talking about my favorite Jackie Chan movie, a movie that is a defining moment in Jackie Chan's career. This was a turning point for him. And again, it's my favorite movie he's done. I think this is like top notch for him. It's an excellent movie. This was probably the third Jackie Chan movie that I had ever seen. I don't remember how old I was. I know I was pretty young, though, and I only had one memory of this scene, uh, of this movie. Sorry. I only had one memory of this movie. It was one very specific scene, which we will get to. But um, what's funny is that when I saw the movie many years ago, I only remember that one scene. And then when I revisited The Young Master... Yeah, I gave it away. That's what we're doing. We're talking about the young master. I didn't actually get to the title. Just oh yet. well. Anyway, yeah. So yeah, we're talking about the young master. Uh, anyway, I revisited the young master about uh, two years ago, I think. And um, when we got to that specific scene that I remembered, I was like, "Oh my god, that's what that is from." Because I always remember that one scene, but I can never remember the movie. But anyway, yeah. So yeah, we're talking about my favorite Jackie Chan film. The Young Master. Again, I'm super excited because this movie is amazing. It's so good. Um, so, I won't waste any more time. We'll just dive into it. The Young Master uh, was released in 1980. It was directed and co-written by Jackie Chan. Jackie was also the fight choreographer for this movie. And he also, I believe he also had a hand in editing. Like, he like he was he was like all over this, this one. This is like a really, this is like a really big thing for Jackie. Um, not only was this uh, a movie that Jackie directed and co-wrote, choreographed, possibly edited as well, um, this was also Jackie's first film with Golden Harvest Productions. Prior to this, he had worked with Low Waves Production Company. Um, there, uh, I won't, di- I won't dive into it. It's kind of a crazy story, but you know, it's not really something that that I like to talk about here. Um, I won't dive into it. But after, after, uh, after some contract issues with Lowe's company, he broke away from that, signed with Golden Harvest, and this was the very first movie that he made with them. Um, everybody knows Golden Harvest. You know, Bruce Lee, arguably their biggest star. Um, uh, Raymond Chow was the. Uh, was like the guy who got Golden Harvest started, and then him and Bruce Lee made a couple movies together, and it was huge. Golden Harvest exploded, and they went on to create many other stars like Jackie Chan, but also Samuel Hong, Young Bu, and et cetera, et cetera. Um, so anyway, um, yeah, as I was saying, uh, this movie was a turning point for Jackie, and this is a huge milestone in his career. And that is because this movie is when Jackie started to do all the things that we now know him for. Everything that we, everything that we know about Jackie, everything we love about him when it comes to his filmmaking, the movies he does, 
it all started right here with the young master. And this is where he started to do all the really big stunts. There aren't a lot of stunts in this movie, but there are there are a couple of small ones here and there. But this this was where he started to experiment with it. Um, and, you know, Jackie now is known for doing so many insane stunts, jumping off buildings, hanging from helicopters, uh, running down the side of a building. You know, he's he, he's he's done it all at this point. And uh, this again, this is where he started to. This is where he started to, you know, branch out and experiment with that sort of thing. But um, the real big showcase here is um, the uh, the prop kung fu. That's what we like to call it. Everybody knows Jackie nowadays for um, for you know using his environment whenever he does a fight scene. He uses like whatever he can find. You know, he like he'll pick up he'll just like pick up any random thing. And fight with it. Use it to his advantage. This is where he started doing that. Because he does that in this movie. You know, there are several moments where he fights using a chair or a table. Uh, we see him using just like a random stick or something like that. It's, um, um, so yeah, it, this, this is a very important movie in that aspect as well. Um, uh, the, uh, there was another movie that Jackie did shortly after this. Um, it was, it was actually a couple years, I think, a couple years after this. There was another movie that Jackie had done called Dragon Lord. Dragon Lord is a story for another day, but I will just say that it was meant to be a sequel to The Young Master. It ended up not being a sequel because there were rewrites done. So it wasn't a sequel. However, the Dragon Lord was another movie where Jackie, again, was transitioning into doing what he is now known for. And Dragon Lord was more of a stunt showcase it's a very sport oriented movie and there's a lot of really crazy jumps and falls in that one so i guess you could say young master is where he started to experiment with like mostly the prop kung fu and then dragon lord was where he started to experiment with the really big stunts so um so yeah anyway we're going to be talking about once again the young master for the cast we got a really great cast uh, there's a quite a few guys so just bear with us for just a second but um so we obviously we've got jackie chan who's a star of the film we got way pie who is a uh is a, a member of the uh, uh, the Venom Mob. You know, we all we all we've talked about him before. We've done a couple of Venom Mob movies on the show before. Um, he was the Snake, you know, from Five Deadly Venoms, and Wei Pai is awesome. Uh, not only him, we also got Tian Fang. We got the legendary Hapkido master Huang and Chick. We've got Feng Feng, who is hilarious in this movie. Uh, we also got Shi Qin, uh, legendary actor who played Han. Uh, opposite of Bruce Lee and Enter the Dragon. Um, we also got Yun Biu, we got Lily Lee, Lee Hoi Song, Feng Hock On, and Fan Mei Sheng. So yeah, again, really big cast. I love all these guys. Good job on the pronunciation. Thanks. I, I guess I did okay there. <laughs> <laughs> I think I still mess up some of them. But anyway, yeah. Um, yeah, huge cast. And I will, uh, again, again, I'm, I'm just really excited to talk about this movie because I love it that much. Um, so yeah, we got a really great cast. They all deliver really great performances, like whether it be comedy, drama, you know, whatever. Everybody does an excellent job in this movie. But um, anyway, before we dive into the story, I will do what I usually do, and I will ask, uh, I'll ask the guys what they thought. So, babe, take it away. What did you think of the Young Master? I know I asked you last night, and you said it was fine, which is <laughs> kind of strange, but uh, <laughs> it was good. Yeah, did you? What did you? What did you think of this movie? It was fun. The action was really good. Um, that last fight scene was really good. I just, I don't know. I guess, I guess I've seen the whole like, like I said last night, you get your ass kicked for like twelve minutes, and then right the last couple minutes, you finally get that that spur to like, you win, and it's like, oh, okay. <laughs> but I mean, it was fine. I mean, it was fun. I enjoyed it. Something about. <laughs> 
this is gonna sound really it's gonna sound really weird but i'm gonna say it anyway whenever the part where he goes and they uh when he thinks he escaped from the guy what's his name his the guy who's like training him the one who plays um han what's his name she can yeah and they go in to take a bath, like, to wash off or whatever. Yeah. Something about the soap lathering in Jackie's hair is, like, really, like, mesmerizing. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I didn't see that. Like, I'm like, I was like, like, it's, it just looks so, it just looks so refreshing and just so, like, taking a bath. It's because of how, maybe because of how much hair he had. I don't know. I don't know. But I was like, movie. I was like, that's really soapy. It looks really nice. <laughs> I was like, I like that. Oh, man. <laughs> Anyway, I will, I will, I will point out one, I will point out one thing. Yeah, I will point out one thing before we get over to Monterey. So I do want to point out one thing. I've watched this movie. So I have the 88 films Blu-ray of this movie. I've watched it several times, but I remember months and months back, I watched the export cut. So the 88 films Blu-ray that I have has three different cuts of the Young Master. We'll talk more about the cuts, uh, uh, the many different cuts of the film in, in a minute. But um, anyway, the 88 films Blu-ray that I have has three different cuts. It's got the original Hong Kong theatrical cut, which is about an hour and 46 minutes long. Um, and then there's the, the uh, Blu-ray also has the international export cut, which is, I want to say, uh, I do not remember, 92, 95 minutes, something like that. It's in that area. And then it also has the Japanese cut, which is basically the same as the international export cut. The only difference is the final fight is still there. Because in the international export cut, the final fight was trimmed down significantly. Like, a lot was cut out. But anyway, I remember months and months back, I was watching the international export cut. I didn't really like it. They cut out too much. Like, like I, there was there was just a lot of stuff that I really liked in the inter, in the in, Sorry, there's a lot of stuff that I really liked in the Hong Kong theatrical cut, and there was a lot. There were a lot of things that I thought were like very integral to the story, whatever I thought was like pretty necessary. Hong Kong uh, international export cut removed a lot of that, so I didn't really care for that. But anyway, I remember watching that export cut months back, and I was I was watching it in the living room on, on my on my Virgin Free Player, and Amber she was um she wasn't exactly watching the movie because she does this a lot if i'm watching something if she doesn't need to watch it doesn't need to pay attention then she won't she's not going to mm -hmm. so i was watching it and she was laying on the couch and i could tell she was kind of drifting in and out but i remember when the movie was over she said <laughs> she said there isn't a lot of fighting in this one and i looked at her and i was like there's like eight fight scenes. What are you talking about? Because <laughs> there's like seven or eight fight scenes in this movie. That is a lot. It's a lot of fight scenes for a movie. But uh, but yeah, I don't know. I just thought that. Was, <laughs> I just thought of that. That, that was, was like before I got into like all the stuff that comes with those old kung fu movies. Yeah. But anyway, yeah, just a little funny story for you guys. So uh, yeah, we'll we'll uh, we'll jump back over to Monteris. Monteris, what did you think of this movie? He didn't watch it with us. He watched it. Uh, he watched it at his home. Uh, himself and uh, I was wondering if he'd watch the same cut that we did and it turns out he did but anyway yeah Monteros what did you think of this movie yes well as I was in my incubator <laughs> um, I thought uh, okay I could this man has been doing this for 40 years and this is where it started it's like if I only seen like Jackie's late work like the recent stuff he did I would have watched this movie and been like this looks familiar it's like, okay, he does a lot of the stuff that we see today in this movie, which is um, 
amazing because not many people can do 40 years of the same thing and nobody say anything about it but he got away with it <laughs> um i thought that it was a uh... i ain't gonna lie in the beginning i was so lost i didn't know what the hell was going on <laughs> dragons were fighting each other and i didn't know what the purpose the same difference with dragons lions yeah i didn't know what the purpose of it was all that but it was a uh... it was interesting it was jackie yeah, it was Jack. You could tell yeah. this was a Jackie Chan movie. Yeah, this is definitely Jackie's. Um, but that fight scene was just like. Yeah, it's definitely his. This is like definitely his vision. I like was this is... I, when it started. I was cooking, and I by the time it was done, I was still cooking. <laughs> <laughs> it was that long. Yeah, you must have been making a lot of food then. <laughs> I wasn't. I was just frying some pork chops. I'm like, it should be over real soon. Like, no, it's still going. Yeah, throw some more grease on the pot. <laughs> <sighs> yeah so anyway yeah there it is so we're gonna go ahead and uh, dive into the story there's a lot of really great stuff that happens in this movie a lot of really funny moments some really amazing action so yeah time to go ahead and just dive into it so in the young master we have our main character jackie he uh plays a character named dragon lung um depending on what translation you're watching he could be called lung he could be called dragon we're just gonna call him dragon here it was long in mine same here. Um, like we watch, we we uh, we we watch the English dub because again with these movies, the older ones we like to watch the English dub because it's it's highly entertaining and and it can add like a new level of experience for you. But anyway, it, even in the English dub, they call him Lung. But it it um if you like if if you like watch the movie and like look at the cast list and all that, it's Dragon Lung. So you know, in his new Netflix movie, his name is Dragon Luo. Are you talking about Hidden Jack. Strike? Yeah, Hidden Strike. Really, I didn't know that. It's dragon. Cool. He just loved dragon. Apparently, that's cool. Yeah, he likes that. Yeah, mm -hmm. that's cool. I like that. Anyway, yeah. So it, we'll just call him Dragon here. So um, anyway, uh, yeah. So Jackie, he plays a character named Dragon. He is a student at a, a kung fu school. Not the best student because it is brought up a couple of times, like by the uh, by their master. So their master is a guy named Master Tian, who's played by Tian Fang. We talked about Tian Fang before. He uh, he was in uh, Fist of Fury with Bruce Lee. He was in The Warm Swordsman. So, yeah, really great actor. And he's great in this movie. Highly entertaining character. Um, so, yeah, uh, so, yeah, we have Dragon. He, um, he he's, he's a student at this Kofu school. His master, Master Tian, is also kind of his adoptive father. Dragon has a brother played by Wei Pai. And uh, Wei Pai plays a character named Tiger. Um, so yeah, um, Dragon and Tiger, they're, they're, again, they're brothers, they were orphans, however, and when they were kids, Master Tian took them in, raised them, taught them Kung Fu, so he is their student, he is their master, but he is also, also like an adopted father to them. So anyway, um, uh, anyway, Master Tian, uh, him, Dragon, Tiger, all the students, they're getting ready for this big lion dance competition that is coming up. So I can't really explain why... I'm not I'm not well versed in the culture, so I cannot really explain the significance of a lion dance. However, I will say lion dances are really fun to watch. That's just me, and I know Amber really enjoyed the lion dance scene. I, I remember we were watching it, and you and you said you thought it was really cool. Mm -hmm. And I've I've watched a lot of movies with lion dance scenes, and a lot of them are really really cool to see. Some of the, some of the movies, like some of these like old school kung fu movies, they'll do lion dance sequences that are just crazy. Like like uh one of my one of my favorite Young Bu films, Dreadnought, that's got an amazing lion dance sequence. And we're we're talking about that movie in October. Like that that that's the one I want to do for October because that's kind of like a 
I don't want to go too far off track, but it's kind of that, that movie's kind of it's, it's like a kung fu movie, but it's also kind of like a like a slasher horror type film. But anyway, I really like that movie, and that had a really amazing line dance sequence. But anyway, yeah, I really like this line dance sequence. It's it's one of the better ones that I've seen. Um, but again, I can't really explain the significance of it. It's kind of like a race. Like whenever you watch mm-hmm. the movie and you just kind of watch the sequence as it goes on, it's kind of like a race. Um, so yeah, anyway. Master Tien and Dragon and Tiger, they're getting, they're getting ready for this big lion dance. Tiger is supposed to be part of the lion dance. He's, like, going to be holding the, like, the... So what they do is they have two guys who, like, take part in the lion dance. One holds the head, the other one holds the tail. Um, Tiger is supposed to be holding the, the, lion, the lion head during the dance. Um, however, apparently he trips over a bucket and injures his leg, and he can't compete in the lion dance. So uh, Dragon has to take his place. Um... At the lion dance, uh, Dragon and then another one of this, another one of his fellow students, they, uh, they 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 prepare for the lion dance. And so, while the lion dance is going on, so what they have to do is they kind of they kind of they start on these buckets and they have to like grab these look like lettuce, like heads of lettuce or something like that. They had yeah, to like, like yeah, some kind of flower slash yeah. They lettuce. had they had to like grab each one like on each bucket, but they can't touch the ground, so they kind of have to hop to each one. And then they gotta climb up this platform and and then grab this uh uh grab this like bag and then whoever take whoever gets the bag and then makes it back down to the bottom wins. So um anyway, while Dragon is Dragon and his other other student are doing this lion dance, and then the rival school is also involved in it. Um excuse me, Dragon notices that Tiger is on the rival school's side. He is controlling the head of the 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 lion for the rival school and when dragon realizes that 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 tiger is the one doing this uh like in the middle of the competition he like asks him he's like he's like what are you doing why 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 are you helping the why are you helping the enemy the rival school and tiger said for the money so they they're like they're paying me well to win this thing so i'm gonna like i'm I'm gonna win it and so um and so tiger ends up winning the lioness for the rival school and he just kind of sneaks off before anybody realizes that he was the one under the lion, and um, and then they uh, and then this is where we get introduced to another character named Bull, played by Fan Mei Shang. Everybody thinks Bull won the lion dancing, even though it was actually Tiger. Um, we also meet another one of our primary characters named Asuk, who is played by Feng Feng. Um, again, he's very funny. I love Feng Feng in this movie. Um, Feng Feng is the father of Feng Hak An, who is also in this film. Feng Hak An was a legend. He, he's passed now, but um, he's a legend. He was in so many great movies. Um, he worked with Jackie Chan many, many times. But anyway, um, you know, so we, we, meet, uh, we meet characters like Bull, we meet Asuk. Um, so yeah, Tiger wins a lion dance. Asuk pays him. He also offers Tiger a job. So, so, so Asuk is the one who kind of operates their rival school kind of owns the place basically and he offers tiger a job teaching at the at the rival school and tiger doesn't accept right away he says i'll think about it but anyway also pays tiger tiger runs off he goes back to uh he goes back to his kung fu school and when dragon and master tian and all the other students whenever they return tiger's there still faking that leg injury however dragon knows obviously he, he saw tiger and spoke to him so he knows he knows that Tiger, or he knows what Tiger did and all that. However, he does not say anything. He doesn't. He doesn't say anything to Master Tian about it. He just kind of keeps it under wraps. But Master Tian takes all of his anger out on Dragon, you know, because Dragon lost the competition. Um, 
but again, yeah, he doesn't he doesn't say anything. He just keeps it under wraps. Um, uh, later that night, uh, Tiger again can't stay out of trouble, and he keeps drag he keeps dragging a dragon into his you know into his situations <laughs> dragging the dragon uh he just keeps dragging him into his situations um he asked dragon to help him bring or help him sneak a prostitute into the school oh she's gonna be a prostitute isn't that what she was she's just a nice young lady yeah i, I don't know seems I, like i don't know <laughs> i don't know i i, I like that was that was like a, a thing that that i was wondering about was like is, is this woman supposed to be a prostitute or is she supposed to be just be a woman that tiger has a crush on i wasn't really sure but when master tian jumps in there and he's like hey this isn't a brothel get out of here i like, mean I, that's pretty much a like when he says that it's like okay maybe it is a prostitute um i don't know so that's kind of just what i went with but anyway uh <laughs> Um, yeah, so he, he, uh, Tiger asked Dragon to help him sneak this, uh, sneak this prostitute into the school, and, um, however, this, this scene was preceded by a scene with all the, uh, all the students bathing together, which was kind of weird. <laughs> they were all, like, naked, and they, and, <laughs> yeah, it was, it was, I don't know, it's just like you see, and you're just like, this is kind of weird, because <laughs> they're, like, they're just all together using the same water and all that. Mm, I'm not gonna. Yeah, I'm not gonna linger mm, on that. Gross. <laughs> not gonna linger on it. Anyway, um, yeah. So yeah, uh, Dragon. He is. He's like. He's like the lookout for Master Tian while Tiger is in this. Is in this. Uh, in his session. Yeah, his his little session with the prostitute. <laughs> yeah. Um, however, Master Tian he walks out and he sees Dragon, and Dragon looks suspicious to him. So he goes over there. He starts making his way over there. Dragon runs into the room where Tiger and the prostitute are in, and he says, "Hey, the master's coming. You need to get out of here." And um, and Tiger he uh, he like sneaks out of the window, and then they just kind of hide the prostitute. They like put like blankets over her and stuff like that, and then Dragon just kind of like lays on top of her like she's not there. Um, uh, and then uh, and Mas the Master Tian comes in, and he's like, what's going on? And why are you in here? And Dragon's like, oh, it's much, much cooler in here. <laughs> and uh, uh, but then the, 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 the woman, she pops up and, um, and that's when Master Tian's like, this isn't a brothel, get out of here. And, um, and so she leaves and, um, and, uh, a, a dragon is, uh, is, um, like grabbing all its clothes or all tiger's clothes more specifically. He's like dragging, grabbing all tiger's clothes and Master Tian notices a lot of money in tiger's belt. But again, he thinks it's dragons because Tiger isn't isn't there. Um, so he he sees all he sees that big wad of cash, and so he takes it and he assumes that, and uh, he knows it's from the rival school, and so he assumes that uh, he assumes that Dragon was paid by the school to lose the dance. But then Tiger shows up and he, um, you know, and he uh, he confesses that. Uh, that he was faking his injury and that the school paid him to help them actually win the dance. And so he won the dance for them. Uh, Master Tian is obviously not happy about this. And he, uh, and he kicks, uh, he kicks Tiger out of the school. Um, although Dragon like tries to, like tries to like kind of rebuild the bridge. Damage is done. Tiger leaves. Um, uh, so we cut over and we see, um, we see Asuk, uh, Feng Feng's character. Um, he is, he's, uh, he's got two bodyguards with him. We don't know these characters' names, but they're, I just call them the bodyguards. Um, we, he's got these two bodyguards with him, played by his son, Feng Hock An, and the other one's played by Li Hoi Song. Um, 
they are scheming to get their boss, who is called Master Kim, they are scheming to get uh, Master Kim out of jail. He's a very dangerous criminal, very dangerous fighter. He's in jail. And um, and so they're scheming to get him out. Um, while, they're, while they're conversing about this, Tiger comes in and he asks Asuka about that position teaching at the school. But Asuka says... So, oh no, my my offer no longer stands. He says that was last week. Like, this is this week, <laughs> you know. Uh, so his his offer no longer stands. Um, but um, but then like the the guy who's like the teacher of the school, um, he comes in and he tells Tiger, um, it's not a good idea for you to be here because you're from the rival school. You should leave. And so Tiger is on his way out. But on his way out, Asuk comes back and stops him and says, hey, if you want to make some money, I got a different job for you. We got to break out our boss, Master Kim. So if you help us, I'll pay you. And so, um, and so, um, uh, afterwards, we see Master Tien. Him and his school, they're kind of the laughing stock of the town now because of the, because they lost the lion dance and everything. And Bull, Fan Mei Shang's character, he, um, Again, everybody thinks he won, so he's just kind of relishing in it, you know, thinking he's like, he, thinking he's a hot shot in the town now. Um, and so we we get a scene at a restaurant where um, where Master T and a couple of the students are there. Bull is there, and they're like making and they're like making fun of Master T for losing the lion dance and being a bad teacher. One of Master T's students tries to fight Bull, but he does a terrible job. Like he he it's like he. <laughs> He, he he's not heeding the lessons very well so you know he he does not do well in this like really brief scuffle and then um master tian he gets even angrier and he leaves um but dragon and the other students show up and they they try to they try to go confront bull about this however master tian says no just leave it alone they go back to their um they go back to uh uh, their school, and we get a scene where um, Master Tian is just just berating all of his students. He's like, he's like, y'all can't do anything right. Like, it's like y'all aren't. It's like y'all are. It's like you, you're not listening to my lessons. Like, I, I'm like, I'm trying to teach you kung fu, but it's like you can't. You can't even do any of that right. And he's like telling. He's like getting one of his students. He's like, he's like, do this move, do that move. And he's not doing it right. And he's like beating them with his fan. So Master Tian has this big white fan that he carries around. Um, and uh, and whenever we were watching this, and he's like beating him with the fan, he's like, "You saying you can't do anything right?" Um, Amber had said it reminded her of the Family Guy moment when Lois beats up Peter with a magazine. You're a stupid, <laughs> stupid man. <laughs> like rolls up a magazine. He's like, "You're a stupid, stupid man. I'm so sick of your crap." <laughs> um, yeah, that was funny. Uh, so, um, so yeah, he's like beating up his students and yelling at all of them. They have a little kid who's a student there too. This kid looks like he's probably ten years old, but um, but he's like crying. And Master Ten's like, "Why are you crying? I haven't even done anything to you. <laughs> like, we're being a baby." And um, um, uh, but anyway, yeah, he's just yelling at everybody and eventually dragon, he just snaps and he, and he's like, he's like, it's not, and he, he's like saying it's, 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 it's nobody, it's nobody's fault. Like it, it was tiger and, and, and master James like telling dragon that him and tiger are, are ungrateful. You know, he took them in when they had nobody, they were just orphans on the street, you know, and they're ungrateful and, and dragon's like, yeah, you're right. You, he's like, you, you, you did, you took us in when we had nothing and you didn't have to. And, and all, you know, saying all that stuff. I will say this scene for Jackie in particular is really good. Like he, like his acting is top notch here, you know, cause like you, he, he's like, like, like the emotion, like you really buy into it. Like, and you see like Jackie's like crying and everything. It's, it's a really good scene acting wise. Um, but anyway, uh, 
Dragon, he he tells he tells Master Tien um, that he's gonna leave and he's gonna find Tiger. And he's he's he said I'm gonna because you know again he was saying you're ungrateful like I, I gave you a home I clothed you I fed you I taught you kung fu, um, and dragons like again he says yeah you're right um, so if you want me to leave I'll leave I'm gonna go find Tiger and we'll go find somewhere else to live but then Master Chen you know again dragon made him see reason and Master Chen started to regret what he what he said and everything and he gives he gives dragon his white fan his big white fan and he's he gives him that and he says. No, I want you to find Tiger and come back here, bring him back home. And so, and so we cut, um, we cut over. Uh, Dragon, he he takes Smashian's white fan and he uh, he embarks on his journey to find his brother. Um, so first he stops at the rival school because you know again they paid Tiger to win that lion dance and all that. So he checks there first just to see if uh, if they have um, if they have a. Uh, if they have seen Tiger, if they know where he is, uh, Bull is there, and he tell he turns Dragon away, tells him that you know Tiger isn't there. But it, but anyway, excuse me. They um, uh, Bull starts a fight with Dragon, and this is basically our first fight scene. And I really like this one because Jackie um used to use that fan. He's a big excuse me. He's the big white fan in this fight scene, and this is a really good fight scene. And I asked Amber this last night, but I'm gonna ask Monteris. Um. For this fight scene, Monteris, I want I want you to just, just take a guess. Don't even think about it. This isn't something you needed to know, but just take a guess. How many takes do you think they that they had to do to finish this fight scene? Four. <laughs> no. Four. <laughs> <laughs> you gonna, you gonna stick with that one? Team. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So uh, yeah, for for this fight scene between Jackie. And Fan Mei Shang, when Jack uses the white fan, this fight scene took 329 takes to finish. Close. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, it, it, it's true. It took 329 takes. Why? Well, for one, Jackie was using a fan. Those things are really light, you know? And with all the tricks Jackie's doing, he's, like, doing a lot of really crazy things with that fan. And, you know, obviously, it's not easy. It's difficult. And Jackie is known for having very uh, very high standards when it comes to doing fight scenes. Each movement, everything has to be perfect to Jackie. But at the same time, it's kind of like nothing's perfect for him. You know, it's like it's like hardly anything ever works for him, like that, according to some people. But, um, but yeah, this fight scene took 329 takes to finish. He had that much film? Apparently, <laughs> yeah. It's funny you ask that because I guess now is the time where I can talk about all the different cuts of this movie. This is a bit of a myth, but um, but allegedly, I'll say, allegedly, the original cut of The Young Master was over three hours long. Jackie shot a lot of stuff for this movie. However, there is no complete cut of the movie. Like, there, the, 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 it's kind of, again, it's kind of a myth that this movie was over was over three hours long. But the thing is, there's no, there's like no hybrid cut, no complete cut, because, you know, when I told you earlier before we started recording that there are a lot of different versions of the movie, there's a Hong Kong version, there's a U.S. version, there's a Japanese version, there's a Singapore version, or a Taiwanese version, there are so many different cuts of the movie, each one has something different about it, and again, there's just nothing that kind of branches all these together, 
So nobody really knows the whole, I guess nobody really knows the whole truth behind Jackie's mythical three-hour cut of the young master. But, uh, yeah, apparently he had a lot of film. <laughs> you should ask him. Yeah, I don't know. You should That's, ask him. Yeah. I'll call him. Call him up. I'll email him. I don't have Jackie's email, don't get me wrong. <laughs> I wish I did, but I don't. Well, if you're willing to pay international fees, I can get it for you. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Use some of that DSB money. Oh, I didn't say that. Hey, <laughs> <laughs> the first time I've mentioned DSB money, yeah. Shout out Destination Sports. It's Monterey's clothing brand. <laughs> Shout out. Yeah. So, anyway. Um, yeah, anyway. Uh, yeah, so uh, Jackie, uh, or Dragon more specifically. Dragon, he... he uh, he fights Bull. This is a really great fight scene, though. Like outside, of, outside of you know, the three hundred twenty nine takes. This movie's got some got some comedy to it as well. Like Bull, he uh, there's a funny moment where Bull like tries to kip up, but he can't do it. <laughs> or there's a moment where the fight ends and he's like standing on Jackie's like uh like the kind of like the tail of his robe, and when he stands up, he like trips him and he falls back. That was really funny. Uh, but anyway, the master of the school he comes in and he tells Dragon that Tiger is there. He said Tiger did come here. But I I turned him away, so I I don't know where he where he went off to, and so Dragon he leaves, and um, we cut over to Tiger. We see Tiger, and he and he's with Asuk. He's with the two bodyguards, um, and they are in the they are like kind of like in the in in the woods basically, um, and they are and they are about to free Master Kim. Master Kim is being escorted by the police. Um, however, they uh. Tiger and Asuk and the bodyguards, they intercept the convoy and um and they start fighting all the police and uh and they free Master Kim. And Master Kim, he beats the hell out of all these cops. And I love this fight scene. Like we get like we get a fight scene immediately after the white fan one, and this is this one is just crazy. Because, you know, Huang and Chick who plays Master Kim, a hop keto grandmaster, obviously, and yeah, his 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 uh his technique and his speed is just insane in this in this moment. Um, and there's actually a moment where you know he's fighting the cops. Um, one of the cops was played by Jackie. You can't tell it's him though because it was shot from the back. You know, so you only see the back, like the back of Jackie. But yeah, that was him. Um, he he stood in for one of the guys to take to take one of the hits. But um, but anyway, uh, dear and during this fight, another really important thing is that Tiger was also holding a white fan in this scene. That's really important. We'll get that in a second. But anyway, um, Master Kim, he is freed. He's freed from the cops. They beat all the cops up and they, uh, they take off. But there's a really funny thing that happens in this scene. And that's when Master Kim gets free from his bonds and he picks up that big bucket of water and he just like pours it on his head. But then they zoom in on his face and then zoom in on everybody else's face. That was referenced in Kung Pao, Enter the Fist. <laughs> and I love it. I remember when I, again, I remember when I revisited this movie a few years ago, and they do the thing where they, like, zoom in on the face, and it's that, that music, like, the, duh, duh. <laughs> it's so funny, every time I hear that, I think of Kung Pao, because in Kung Pao, they drag it out, have you, have you seen Kung Pao, Monterey's? You haven't seen that? Oh, that's so funny. That movie came out like 2004, I think, but it's so funny. Um, it's Don't a, do it. It's, a, it's just, like a, it's just like, a, like a parody of kung fu movies. It's really great, but there's a reference to the young master in that movie where they're like doing the zoom in and the music, and but they like really drag it out. They just like go for like way longer than they need to, <laughs> but it's so funny. Um, Aaron's just shaking her head. She is not like ha, kung ha, pao. Ha. Yeah. It, it so is it, it is a no it is a known fact here on Caleb's Kung Fu Cinema that Amber does not like Kung Pao. Do not. Anyway, 
<laughs> yeah, it's okay. You're entitled to your wrong opinion. Uh, <laughs> wow. <laughs> so anyway, yeah. Uh, yeah, Master Kim is freed. Um, uh, and then they, uh, they, 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 they walk off from the cops. However, the cops, they, um, they're like, they're like, we need, we need to go, we need to go, uh, we need to go, we need to go tell the chief, we need to call in reinforcements. Someone attacked us. Master Kim has gotten away. And then they say, they say, um, they're, they're like, well, who, they're like, who do we say attacked us? And they're like him, the guy with the white fan, they're pointing at Tiger. And so, um, and so we cut over to later on, uh, Dragon, he's still searching for, uh, he's still searching for Tiger. Um, and he's care again, he has a white fan that Master Tian gave him. So he's carrying, he's, he's walking around searching for Tiger, carrying that white fan. Some cops who happen to be passing by, they see Dragon with that white fan. And they assume that he is the one that they're all looking for. Because, again, the other cops that were attacked, they said, hey, it was a guy with a white fan. They're talking about Tiger, but here they just see Dragon like, oh, he's got a white fan. It's him. And so they follow Dragon into uh, into this little temple, like a prayer altar. And um, and uh, and th they come up to him and they're and they're like, you're like, you're, you're the criminal with the white fan that we're, that the, that we're all looking for. Like, we're here to arrest you. And Dragon's like, I haven't done anything wrong. You got the wrong guy. Um, they try to arrest him, but Dragon fights back. And we got a really great sword fight. This this one was really good. This is one of my favorites. I really like I really like this uh, this fight scene. It's got some funny moments too. Because like they, they have the uh, they have they have that one cop who's like cross eyed, and uh, <laughs> and there are moments like where Dragon will hit him and he'll like fall he'll fall back and another cop will come up to him and be like, "Hey, are you alright?" He's like, "I'm fine. Give me your sword." He does that like three or four times in this fight. He's like, "I'm fine. Give me your sword." He just keeps taking everybody's sword. Um, but Dragon, he, he's, like, fighting all these guys off with, uh, you know, with all the swords. And, again, really great fight scene. Um, however, uh, um, one of the cops, they run off to go tell the police chief. They're like, hey, this guy's really tough. We need to go get the chief. The chief is a guy named, named Sang Kung. Um, so one of the cops runs off to go get Sang Kung. He goes to Sang Kung's house. Sang Kung is not home, though. Uh, however, his two kids are. He has two children, a son and a daughter. The son's played by Yun Biu. The daughter's played by Lily Lee. Um, yeah, again, Sang Kung is at home, but his kids are, and they, uh, and the cop tells him, hey, we got the, we, we, we found the guy with the white fan, but he, he's a really good fighter. We need help. And, um, and so Yun Biu, the son, he, he, he offers to go with them. And, um, and then we cut, uh, we cut back over and we see, we see Dragon. He, he's walking through the woods. There's a funny moment where he, he comes, he comes by this like little, like a little stream, like a little river, and and he's gonna like he's like gonna drink some of the water, I guess. But he looks over and sees a kid peeing into the river, and he's like, no. <laughs> <laughs> but what's funny is that when he walks off, we cut and we see Yun Biu and that other cop, the cross-eyed one. They're walking by that same river, and then the cross-eyed cop, he just like gets the water and just like splashes it in his face and everything. That scene made me laugh so hard. <laughs> it was so funny. Um, so anyway, um, uh, so, uh, yeah, the, the cross-eyed cop and Yun Biu, they, they see, they see Dragon, they catch up to him, and Yun Biu runs in there, and he, so Yun Biu's character, he has a, uh, a bench, like a little bench that he carries with him, and he fights with it, so him and Dragon, they, like, briefly fight, but then Dragon runs away, and, um, and he comes across, um, he comes across this guy who's just sitting there, and um and he's like got like a teapot with him. He's like sitting at this little table. 
excuse me, and uh, Dragon sees him and he's like, hey, do you mind if I have some of your tea? And he's like, yeah, sure. And, uh, and so like, they're sitting there and they're talking. And um, and uh, what's funny is that the guy that he is talking to is Sang Kung, the police chief. But Dragon doesn't realize it. And it's funny because it, it, like Sang Kung plays into it too. He's like he's like telling him because like Dragon asks him, he's like, so what are you what are you doing out here? You're kind of in the middle of nowhere. And he says, and Sang Kung says, oh, I'm I'm waiting for somebody. They so say he's a they say he's a really tough fighter, but he's also kind of stupid or whatever. And he, he and or that he's blind or something like that. Um, and Dragon's like, what do you mean? And he says says like he could be face to face with the police chief and not even realize it. <laughs> Dragon's like, oh really? <laughs> The whole time I was, yeah. I was looking at Caleb and I was like, how long? How is he not figuring it out? Is he going to figure it out anytime soon? <laughs> yeah, so, um, so yeah, he's like saying all this, but then, uh, but then we see Young Bu. he shows up again and he's, he's like walking up with his bench and, um, and Dragon sees him and he's like, he's like, that's the guy that attacked me earlier. Is he the one you're talking about? <laughs> <laughs> and so, um, and so, uh, uh, Dragon and Yun Biu, they fight once again. And this fight scene right here is, aside from the final fight, this is my favorite one. Like, I really love this fight scene because, again, like, the, again, this is where Jackie is, like, doing, like, a lot of the prop-style kung fu. Like, he's using a bench, or Yun Biu's using a bench, uh, Dragon Jackie, he uses one at one point, but he also uses a staff. It's a really great fight scene, and um, and I just, I just really like how Yunbu like makes this bench look like an like an actual like a, like a convincing weapon. You know, it's like hey, that's like a it's like a legit weapon right there that he's using. Um, but anyway, um, so uh, um, so they fight. Dragon, he he beats he beats the sun, he beats Yun Biu um using using a staff, but then um but then that's when Sang Kung like like finally tells <laughs> finally tells um finally tells uh Dragon who he is. He's he's like he's like I'm 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 Sang Kung, the police chief. He's like and that guy's my son. Um and uh and uh uh uh, Young Biu, the son, he he used the distraction to uh, to get a hold of Dragon, and then they both uh, they both arrest they both arrest Dragon. And while um, while Sang Kung and Dragon are walking through the woods, because again, Sang Kung is escorting Dragon to jail. Um, while they're doing that, like Dragon is telling him, "I don't know who you're looking for. You got the wrong guy. I didn't do anything." And and uh, but anyway, um, so there is a uh, so there's a moment here where Dragon tells Sang Kung, he's like, hey, can we stop? I need to, like, I need, I need to, I need to take a leak. And so, um, and so, um, uh, Sang Kung, he, he removes Dragon's handcuffs and, um, and, uh, and, uh, Dragon, he's like, he's like, are you sure you want to do that? I might run away. <laughs> and Sang Kung's like, no, it's fine. And so, um, and, but what's funny is that Dragon, he actually runs away, but then he ends up in some quicksand. <laughs> He, he falls in quicksand, but like Sang Kung knew he would do that. He knew he would run in that direction. That's where the quicksand was. Um, and this is the scene that I always remembered, as like when I saw this movie for the first time as a kid. Again, I don't remember how old I was. I was really young, but I only remembered this scene. I remember the scene where Jackie was in the quicksand and she kind of sitting there talking to him, and he tells him, "If you sing me a song, I'll pull you out." And he start and Dragon starts singing, "London Bridge is falling down." I always remembered that one scene. 
I could not remember anything else about this movie. And again, when I saw The Young Master again a couple years ago, and I got to the scene, I was like, oh my God, that's what that was from. I could never remember. But, uh, but yeah, it was it was it was it was great. It, it was it was nice remembering that. But anyway, um, yeah, this this is a funny scene. Uh, so he's he sings London Bridge is falling down, and then uh, Sang Kung he he pull he pulls Dragon out of the quicksand, and Dragon unintentionally he knocks Sang Kung into the quicksand, and he tries to, you know, and uh. And, and he uses this opportunity to run away. Although he does tell Sang Kung, he says, "I'll pull you out if you sing me a song." And Sang Kung, he also sings "London Bridge is Falling Down." But uh, but Dragon, he just grabs a vine and throws it to him so that he can pull himself out. But while he's doing that, Dragon makes a run for it. He takes off. Um, he stops at a he stops at a house, knocks on the door, and uh, and um, the a woman answers it. It's Lily Lee. He's at Sang Kung's house, but he doesn't realize it. <laughs> <laughs> so um so he like knocks on the door and, and lily lee uh, saint kung's daughter she uh she sees him and he's like all dirty and um and and he's just telling her he's like oh i was i was going through the swamp i fell in quicksand and she's like oh you must not be from around here nobody everybody knows not to go not to go in that area but anyway um he asks her if he can if he can, if he can wash up there and she's like yeah sure come on in and so he uh so he goes in and he uh and he uh, he goes to to take a bath, and this is that scene that Amber was talking about. For some reason, she loves this scene. It just, <laughs> it just looks so refreshing. You wouldn't want to take a bath in like a quiet outdoor place, and like the birds are like chirping, and it's like really. Monteris is like no. no. Oh whatever. <laughs> I'm sorry. Yeah. Anyway, your ancestors in Japan did it a long time ago. <laughs> they probably did, yeah. Yeah, I'm sure they did. <laughs> yeah. So um. Yeah, anyway, uh yeah, Dragon, so he go he 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 goes into the house and he's he he goes like go to the goes to this, this like backyard area and he's and he's he's like sh he's like not showering basically like basically like, but they have like a well and he just kinda uses like this big bowl and just like pours water on himself and uses soap and all that. And um It's called a hoe bath. A hoe bath. <laughs> <laughs> There you go. That's yeah, good. That's what it's called. Yeah. So he uh so while he's cleaning up, Lily Lee, she is uh she realizes that she forgot to go to the market. And so she tells Drag, she says, Hey, I need to go do some shopping. Are you gonna be okay by yourself? And he's like, Yeah, I'm fine. And so she leaves and she and she also gives Dragon some clothes, some of her brother's clothes. You have to be used clothes. Um so so she leaves to go to the market. While she's gone and while Dragon is still bathing, Saint Kung returns and he's again covered in mud from the you know from the quicksand and everything. Um and so he comes in and he sees Dragon in in the bath area. However, he doesn't know it's drag it's dragon. He thinks it's his son. And so um and so, you know, he goes he go he gets in there to, to bathe too. So the way the way it is, it's like it's like it's like this big this like big wooden hut thing, but then there's like a wall separating it, and then the well is like in the middle. And that's what they bathe with. So they're both in there, but neither of them know who's on the other side. Um, and so uh, yeah, and so Sang Kung he's on one side bathing, Dragon's on the other side bathing. There's one moment where Sang Kung grabs Dragon's ass because he's, he's like, trying, trying to find the thing to scoop the water yeah he's like reaching under trying to find the thing and he and he like grabs dragon's ass <laughs> which was really funny um and uh but anyway they, they they like both get cleaned up dragon comes out first 
and he sees all he sees a lot of dirt on the floor. He's like, "Who tracked all this dirt in the house?" And so he's like sweeping, but he's got his back turned to Sang Kung. Sang Kung comes out and he sees Dragon sweeping, but again, because he sees his back, he doesn't realize it's Dragon. He thinks that's his son, and he he said something like. It's like, oh, great, my lazy son just, like, finally decided to actually clean the house up for once. And so he just walks into his bedroom, and, uh, and Dragon, again, he doesn't see Sang Kung walk by. Like, like, all these minutes have passed by, and neither of them realize that they're both, like, in the house together. And, um, and so Dragon, he sees that, he sees that fishbowl. I don't know why they did this, but he, I guess he just did it for comedy, but... He, uh, he sees, like, this fishbowl with, like, these two goldfish in there, and he, uh, and he, like, jump scares one of them, and one fish, like, jumps out of the bowl and lands on the floor, and Dragon's like, oh, I'm so sorry, fish, I didn't mean to scare you, and he's, like, giving the fish CPR. He's like, why don't you just put it back in the bowl? <laughs> but whenever, but whenever Sang Kung heard all this commotion, he comes out of his bedroom, and then finally, they realize... <laughs> That, you know, he's, that dragon realizes he's in the police chief's house and Sankum realizes that that's not his son. And so, um, and so we get another fight scene and this fight scene is really, really funny. Like, I love it. So like, uh, like Sankung, he, he breaks out his sword. He's got this really nice gold broad sword. And so, and so he's like coming after dragon and dragons like mostly like evading, but he also, he'll like use a table or a chair. He like grabs a stick. And he tries to fight Sangkung with it, but Sangkung just keeps chopping it off, like, bit by bit. Um, there's a moment where... So, uh, Dragon is wearing, like, wooden sandals. And there's a moment where Sangkung, like, uses the... He, like, uses the sword and chops like, the sandals off. And Dragon's, like, kind of tiptoeing because he cut, like, the heel part of the sandals off. And there's a moment where he picks up a chair. And Sangkung, he, like, slices the chair in half as Dragon was holding it in front of his face. <laughs> When Dragon realizes that he cut the the seat in half, uh, he like grabs his face because he was worried that he cut his face. <laughs> yeah, um, but then but then uh, Dragon he picks up Sang Kung's pipe. So Sang Kung has a pipe that was given to him by the Emperor. It has the Imperial Seal on it. It's like priceless, and so he tries to fight Sang Kung with the pipe. But every time he every time the sword and the pipe are fixing to collide, Sang Kung stops because he doesn't want to break the pipe. And that's a trope that would be used many times by Jackie Chan. He did it in Rush Hour, you know, when mm -hmm. they're trying, he's like trying to stop them from breaking the, the vases. You know, that's kind of like a nice little twist on it right there. Or in Shanghai Nights, they did the same thing where he's fighting like behind the, the fireplace and there's like all the statues and the vases and stuff. He's fighting two British guards. They do that. They do a similar thing right there. They don't want to break anything. Um, so yeah, that's just like a, I think that's a nice little twist on something that the Jackie first did right here in 1980. Um, but eventually, um, eventually Lily, she comes back and Dragon realizes that that's his daughter. And then Lily and Dragon, they fight. And this is a really cool moment too, because Lily is like using what many of us like to call skirt Kung Fu, because she's like, like waving her skirt around a lot and like using m m mainly kicks, like just, just kicking the shit out of Dragon. I love that. I yeah. think that's really cool. I was like, this is so, it's like dancing, but it's like, mm -hmm. I was like, this is really cool. She cheated. <laughs> she cheated. <laughs> yeah. Nobody does skirt Kung Fu. There's no defense for that. I'd probably do it. I'm like, I'm going to test this out. Yeah. See if it works. Yeah, it, it was really cool though. It was really cool to see. It's a, it's a good visual. But anyway, uh, 
so uh, Lily and Sang Kung, they uh, they they managed to they managed to subdue Dragon, and then Dragon is once again arrested. So after Dragon has been um, arrested once again, uh, uh, Sang Kung and his son are escorting Dragon to jail. There are a couple attempts by Dragon to escape again. Like there's one moment where again he tells them he he tells uh he tells. Sang Kung and his son, he says, like, hey, I need to take a leak. And so he, like, goes in this, like, little alleyway, and uh, and he tries to escape by climbing the walls, like, scaling the walls. So he's got his hands on one end and his feet on the other, and he's just, like, kind of walking his way up the wall. And, uh, but then Young Bu, Sang Kung's son, he just shows up, like, right at the top. <laughs> he's like, hey, what you doing up here? <laughs> and, um, and Dragon actually... We don't see it because it freeze frames, but he lets go and then he falls. But again, they freeze frame on it. But even though they freeze frame on it, they don't actually show him falling. I still go. I still always be like, "Ooh, that must have been a pretty bad landing there." <laughs> um, and then there's another moment where um, where they're wa again walking through, and uh, and this time, uh, Young Bu he has put some bells on um, on Dragon's chains, so that way if he tries to run. He, he can hear the bells, you know, so he'll know if he, he'll know where he is. Um, but there's a moment where um, where Dragon is sitting there and he sees this rope. I don't, this ro there's just this random rope, and they're like in, in this like abandoned building, and there's this random rope. And so Dragon he uh, he grabs the rope and he climbs up it using only his hands. He's like got his legs like sticking out and he's not moving them. He's just using his hands or his arms for simply just pull himself up the rope. But when he climbs up to the top. Young Bu is laying up there again. <laughs> he's like, "What's up?" He's like, "He's like, hey, what you doing up here?" And um, and so um, anyway, uh, after uh, after that, we see Sang Kung. He is um, he's walking through the woods, and he bumps into Asuk, and Asuk is telling him. He tells Sang Kung, he says, "Hey, um, uh, I heard the guy. I heard uh, the guy with the white band is going to be robbing a. He's going to be robbing that bank in the town over there." And uh, and then Sang Kung realizes, "Oh man, we do have the wrong guy." And so um, and so he he goes to tell his son. He's he tells him. He says, "Hey, uh, I just he said, hey, my informant just told me the white band is going to be robbing the bank." And um, and uh, Young Bu he tries to let Dragon go. He's like, "Oh, I'm sorry, we do have the wrong guy." So he tries to let Dragon go, but Sang Kung, uh, Sang -Kung tells him. It's like no, keep him, keep him here as long as like until we until we catch the guy, you're still a suspect. And so, and so, um, and so, um, anyway, uh, Sang Kung he he goes to get reinforcements so he so that he can go go over to the bank and stop you know and, and stop the robbery. But um, anyway, while uh while that happens, Yun Biu he lets Dragon go, and um, and Dragon uh. He he heads over to the town and and then we see uh we see um we see Tiger, um, so Tiger uh he is he is working with Master Kim's two bodyguards and they're gonna rob this bank. However, prior to that, we see a conversation between Asuk and Master Kim and they are um, excuse me, they are um, scheming. I'll say they are scheming to frame Tiger for this bank robbery. He'll take the fall for it, and then they can take off with the money. Um, Dragon knows they're doing this, though, because when when um, when uh, when Young Bu let him go, Dragon found Asuk and followed him, and uh, and that's when he heard him having a conversation with Master Kim about framing Tiger. And so Dragon, he makes his way over to the bank, and then he, um, 
he fights the two bodyguards. So the two bodyguards, they uh, they lock um, they lock Tiger up in the safe in the bank for the cops to find him later. Um, but when they come out, Dragon shows up, and Dragon is disguised as a homeless guy, and he fights the two bodyguards, and we get another fight scene. This is a really good one, mm -hmm. and it's comedic. But Dragon, he also uses that skirt kung fu. He like he like grabs a, he like just grabs a skirt and like puts it on, and he he like uses that to fight them. And again, this is this is a really good fight scene. It's funny. Like there's a moment where like they're kind of walking on this like beam, and there's like a lot of crotch shots and stuff like that. It's 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 really funny. Um, there is a there's one moment I thought this was really funny um, where so Dragon he's got that skirt and um, and he and he uh, he's fighting Lee Hoi Song he's one of the bodyguards Lee Hoi Song's character and um, and uh, Fung Ha Khan who's the other bodyguard he he like goes to hit Dragon in the legs but Dragon's got that skirt on and so when he hits he hits the legs Dragon pulls the skirt up and his legs are like braced behind Lee Hoi Song and so he actually hit Lee Hoi Song's legs I just thought that was really funny um, but anyway. Um, yeah, so uh, Dragon, he he defeats um, the two bodyguards. He ties them up in the bank, and then he frees Tiger and helps Tiger escape. Uh, Sang Kung shows up with reinforcements. He's got, like, the whole police force with him. And, uh, and they, uh, but they bust into the bank, and they, they, only, they only find the two bodyguards. And then, um, and then we see, uh, we see uh, Dragon and Tiger. They're like walking through the woods, and Dragon he he uh, handcuffed Tiger's hand to his ankle, you know, so that he so he's like kind of like walking like like bent over basically. And it was kind of funny how um, how uh, like Dragon tells Tiger he he said he's like he said a uh, he said I'm. Because uh, Tiger's telling him, he's, he says, "You didn't have to tie me up like this." And he's like, "I'm sorry. I, I like, I like, Master told me to to take you home. I did it so that you wouldn't you wouldn't run off on me. Say so if it makes you feel any better, better I'll walk like that with you." And so, he's, and so they're, they're both just kind of walking like that. Um, and so, Dragon tells Tiger, he, he says, "He says we need we need to go back to Sang Kung and try to try to try to make a deal to get to get these charges against you dropped and so dragon he goes back to sang kung and asks him um and asks him to uh to let tiger go and um and sang kung tells him he, sa he says no like um he says like he, he may not be the he like he, he may he may have been like kind of suckered into this and he you know and, and and master kim may be the real bad guy but your brother still did he still committed crimes and he still broke the law and all that. I can't just let him go. And so, um, and so dragon makes a deal with Sankum. He says, okay, what if I go, what if I bring master Kim and I'll suck in like, would, would that change things? And, uh, and then Sankum agrees. He says, okay, yeah, you bring the, you bring those two guys in and I'll, I'll let, I'll let, I'll let you and your brother go. And so, um, and so, yeah, Dragon, he heads out to confront Master Kim. We cut over to Master Kim. Um, he has decided to break ties with Asuk. He's gonna, he's, he, he's like beating him up and he's gonna take all the money for him, for himself and, uh, you know, and just break ties with this guy. Um, right before he kills him, though, Dragon jumps in there and, uh, and, and, and he, and he, you know, he's there to, to take both of them in. However, before he can, he can't just take them in, obviously. He's gotta fight. He's got to fight Master Kim, and this is where we get 
Probably my favorite Jackie Chan fight scene. It's hard to say if this is my favorite fight scene of his, though. This might be my favorite Jackie Chan movie, but it's hard to say if this is my favorite fight scene of his because I just really love the fight scene in Police Story and in Drunken Master 2. Like, there, there's, like, so many really incredible fight scenes that I think could beat this one. If not, they're on the same level. But anyway, um, so, yeah, we get Dragon against Master Kim, Jackie Chan versus Wong and Chick. This fight scene is just... Bananas. It's just crazy. This fight scene is 18 minutes long. And it's a really amazing showcase of Huang and, Chick, Huang and Chick's Hapkido skills. Um, it's really funny because there are several moments. Again, this fight scene is 18 minutes long. They don't fight for 18 straight minutes. There are several breaks in, like, in the scene where Asuka is coaching Dragon. Those scenes are really funny. Because like there are moments like where... Um, Rossuk is like telling Dragon, he's like, he's like, he'll like say something, hey, you need to attack his upper body, or you know, hey, you need to go after his right leg, because he's only, if you notice, he's only using his left leg and stuff like that. And Dragon's like, if you know so much about his fighting style, how come you aren't fighting him? And he's like, he's like, oh no, you're doing great. I'm just the referee. You're doing great. Can you get back out there? And um, <laughs> and uh, you know, or he'll like fan him off or like give him water and stuff like that. Uh, but yeah, the, uh. This fight scene is just so good. I've watched this so many times. I can't even count on two hands how many times I've watched this fight scene. It's so good. Um, and I don't even care how long it is. Like, a lot of people might complain about that. A lot of people will probably say this This is, like, taking too long or something like that. I don't care, though. I think this is amazing. Um, uh, and, uh, the, again, a lot of really funny moments. Like, there are there is a moment where... Uh, <laughs> where So, the, we, we, get a, we get a couple of minutes of... Uh, of Master Kim like doing joint locks on Dragon, he's like got him in like arm bars and wrist locks and leg locks and stuff like that. And uh, there's a moment where he's like grabbing Dragon's wrist, and Dragon is like trying to shake, <laughs> trying to like shake it off, getting to break the hold on the wrist. At one point, he's just kind of like jumping, like frantically trying to get him to let go, but he won't let go. Um, and there's another moment where he's kind of doing like a, kind of like kind of like a horse. Uh, you know, like, you know how horses kick, they, like, use their back legs, like, throw their back legs up to kick. He's kind of doing something like that. I thought that was funny. It just looked, it just looked really funny the way he was doing it. Um, uh, but anyway, at one point, uh, Dragon, again, he, he's getting, he's getting his ass kicked. Like, like, the whole, the, again, this fight's about 18 minutes. I would say for probably, uh, I don't know, probably 10 minutes, probably, maybe a little bit longer, Dragon is just getting his ass handed to him. Uh, there is one moment where he does hit Master Kim once, um, and he and he and he looks up and like Dragon, he hits him one good time and he looks at Asuka and he's like, "Hey, I did it! Did you see that?" And and Asuka's like, "Watch out!" And then <laughs> Master Kim does a does like a side kick and knocks Dragon like way back. Um, and he kicked uh, Master Kim. He kicked Asuka a couple of times and knocked him like way out there too. Um, but anyway, at one point, um, uh, uh, Master Kim, he grabs a hold of the canteen that's got all the water in it. He, like, drinks all the water and pours some of it out on the ground. And Dragon is telling Asuk he needs water. And um, and so Asuk, he doesn't have any water to give him, but then he finds his opium pipe. 
And so he takes that and he gives him the water out of his opium pipe. He like makes him drink that. And he's like, he's like telling me, he says, he's like, he's like, this, uh, it's like, it might taste weird, but it's just the water from my opium pipe. It's going to be all right. And so, and so he like makes him drink that and, and dragons like gagging on it and choking and stuff like that. And he's still getting beat up by, by master Kim. But after a couple of minutes, I guess, I guess the drugs kicked in and, and then dragon is like unstoppable after that. He, he's like, he, he just like, he can just take a hit like dragon uh dragon uh he'll get kicked by like master kim like right in the chest and he'll just and he'll just like, kind of stand there like doesn't even phase him um but like the, that like last couple minutes where dragon like when i guess like once the opium kicks in i'll just put it that way once that opium kicks in and then he just starts like going like doing like this really fast exchanges with with master kim it is just insane i love the choreography right there um and uh and dragon he he defeats master kim uh, by <laughs> he uh he he uh he like dragged it out a little bit too like he he like breaks his legs and his back and then and <laughs> master kim's just like laying on the ground unconscious and dragon just keeps like stomping on him and jumping on him even though <laughs> even though he's even though he's done fights over but he's just not quitting um uh and after that, uh, Asuk, he tries to take off with the money, but Dragon, like, makes him come back, and then he, he ties both Asuk and Master Kim onto this, like, this, like, really big, uh, like, limb or, like, branch or something, and he carries both of them to jail, and then we cut to, uh, we cut to the end of the movie, uh, Dragon and Tiger return home to Master Tien, and, uh, we see Dragon, he is in a full body cast, <laughs> yeah. And the movie ends. Yeah, the movie ends like with a shot of Dragon like in the full body cast, just kind of, <laughs> just kind of sitting there. Oh man, yeah. And that is a that is a young master. God, I love this movie. <laughs> yeah, I, I I can't stress it enough. That's all I can really say. I just I just love this movie. Again, it's a really important movie in Jackie's career, um, and it was it was the turning point for him when we started to see all the things that he is now known for doing. He it's like he this is where he this is where I've, I've said before this is where he turned into. Jackie Chan. This is where this is where Jackie Chan really became Jackie Chan. Like where he found his footing, knew what he wanted to do, knew his, like knew what style he wanted, knew what he wanted to show on screen, not just in com not just in action, but in comedy and in storytelling and all that. So yeah, this is like the for me, this is like the quintessential Jackie Chan movie. Or it's one of them. You know, police story and drunken master two could also be thrown into that, but uh but yeah, for me this is where he became really Jackie Chan. It is a quintessential movie in the filmography, if you ask me. So, uh, yeah, that's all, that's all I have to say. Do, uh, you guys have any final thoughts? It's fine. It's uh, fine. <laughs> there she goes again with the fine. It's fine. Just rain yeah. on your birthday parade. Huh? <laughs> I mean, it's, uh, yeah. like I said, it was, uh, the beginning of Jackie Chan. I, I enjoyed the choreography. I uh, could have cut down on the fight scene, but hey, that's my wrong opinion. You talking about the final one? Yeah. It, 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 was, it was too long for it, you. It was. I mean, it it took him too it, it took him too long to to get to the opium. Like let's. Right. Let, <laughs> I think if he shaved down maybe five minutes, it'd have been all right. Yeah. I can't. Uh, I don't remember. I mentioned. I, I mentioned earlier that. Uh, that the uh, the international cut of this movie, 
it removed several minutes of this final fight scene. I want to say in the International Cup, the final fight scene went from 18 minutes to like 10 minutes probably. They trimmed it down quite significantly. And I don't really like that. But that that's that's just me. I had, excuse me, I had watched the Hong Kong Cut first. And I loved that fight scene. I loved how long it was. I loved how like dragged out it is and how funny it was. And then when I go watch the international version and seeing how much they removed, I was like, I don't like that. Like there are like so many moments that I really like that they didn't put in there. So that's just me. But uh but yeah, I mean I can I mean I, I can understand if you feel like something's dragging a little bit. I totally understand that. But just like, you know, it, it it's it, it's different strokes, you know. I mean it, for for me it's for me, it's great, but maybe, I mean, I could understand if someone is a maybe if there was breaks, it. maybe if it was an eighteen straight fight scene and it was just right. crazy. Then See, I'd that's what like, I—that's what I thought. That yeah. would—I think that would have changed a, a lot of opinions right there. Yeah, that would have been very impressive. Like if they just like did not stop fighting eighteen minutes, like that definitely would have been very impressive to see. But yeah, yeah but it's me personally speaking. I mean, the the. The, the the breaks with the coaching and the comedy stuff like that it it didn't it didn't kill it at all for me I mean it 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 definitely like kind of I guess you could say it kind of breaks up the monotony even though that's not really the uh, uh, I guess that's not quite the phrase I want to use but that's the best way I can describe it really but uh but yeah so babe are you settling with fine you settling with fine no <laughs> that's all you're gonna leave. God leave me alone <laughs> <laughs> it was really fun. Yeah, really fine. There we go. Yeah. I liked I liked the lion dancing. I liked the skirt kung fu. It was really funny. I was I was continuously laughing at different parts of it. Um, the final fight scene it was really good, but yeah, they eighteen minutes straight would have been pretty like, really something. Yeah. yeah, that definitely yeah it definitely wouldn't very impressive to see. Um, for me though, again, I mean, I'll, I'll, let me just go back to to uh, to my to my. My, my experience revisiting this movie a couple years ago when when the fight scene was over I was like I was like oh my god it's like that was insane I need a hot towel a hot towel <laughs> that's how I felt when we saw the rain for the very first time like you would like you and me mm -hmm. um whenever we saw the movie for the first time when that two-on-one fight was over that's a really intense fight it's very bloody and stuff like that when that was over I felt that same way I was like oh I need a hot towel <laughs> <laughs> but uh but no it was good it was yeah. good yeah, great movie. Is that better? <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, yeah. Everybody, check out the Young Master if you have it. That is a it is a, a phenomenal movie. Well, check out Kung Pao, also a phenomenal movie. <laughs> I have yeah. no opinion because that's coming from a guy who hasn't even seen it. Apparently, <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> my opinion is wrong. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. No opinions wrong. But uh, anyway, yeah, that's it for this episode. Yeah, thank you. This was a this was a very fun one. This is a fun birthday special episode. Happy birthday, Taylor! Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yay. All right. So, yeah. Uh, thank you for listening once again. Uh, so, this was episode 67. Obviously, episode 68 is next month. It will air on September 15th. It is going to be Shaw Timber. Yay. Yeah. Going, back to, going back to Shaw Brothers. It's that time of year. And last year for Shaw Timber, we talked about uh, in uh, uh, Shaolin Rescuer. Sorry. One of my favorite Venom Mob films, Shaolin Rescuers. Uh, this, uh, this year for Shaw Timber, we're going back to the Venom Mob. We're going to do another Venom Mob film. We're doing Invincible Shaolin, one of their best films. Top five, definitely. So, yeah, for, uh, so yeah, for episode 68, Shaw Timber, September 15th, we're going to be talking about Invincible Shaolin. I think it's going to be really fun. That's a, that's a really good movie. It's going to be, uh, I think it's going to be a fun one to cover. So, uh, so yeah, that's it for this one. Thank you for listening once again. Don't forget to follow us on, uh, 
on social media, on Instagram and on uh, Facebook. Check out the YouTube channel. I've actually done a video on the Young Master. If you guys want like a more condensed version of me talking about the Young Master, I did a I did a bit of a video essay on it. That that video was probably eight or nine minutes long. But uh, but yeah, check out that video if you guys just want to hear like a really quick version of what we think of this movie instead of a. Like if you don't if you don't want to listen to the podcast, but anyway, we definitely encourage you to listen to the podcast either way. But uh, but yeah, that's it. So yeah, once again, episode sixty eight will air on September fifteenth. It's going to be Shaw Timber. We're talking the classic Venom film, Invincible Shaolin. So yeah, until then, take care, guys.